All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all around the world, welcome to another London Media Lounge podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Steve Parker. What up, Steve? Hello there. How are you? And today we are joined by a great crypto expert and blockchain technology specialist, uh, Mr. Dimal Nathwani. Is that how you pronounce your name, bro? Yes, yes. Dimal Let's Nathwani. go. How yes. you doing, bro? I'm good, thanks. All good. Um, pleasure to be here and thanks for inviting me on your show. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get some good insights into whatever questions you have surrounding crypto, DeFi and NFTs. Hey man, listen, even the questions, I think I don't, <laughs> I'm such a novice at this uh, field, in this sphere, that I don't even know what to ask. So you're going to have to take my hand like a child and show me around the, the, the park. So, um, but I know Steve is really interested in different different uh, aspects of, of crypto, NFTs and whatnot. So let's start from the beginning, yeah? Let's start with the, 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 the fact that it's a decentralized currency and why is it good for the, the, the economy? Why is it good for people? And um, how does it work? You know, how does it work? Just like in a nutshell. Okay, well, uh, the basis of cryptocurrencies will be the underlying technology behind it, which is blockchain. Yeah. So blockchain is basically, uh, if you sum up, it's a decentralized ledger, almost like an accounting system, but it's mm -hmm. automated. So when, when wallet A sends a transaction to wallet B, this yeah. is recorded on the blockchain and will cost a, a fee. Uh, the fee is distributed to the miners. So that's uh, also a part of a decentralized framework is miners contributing to running the network. Okay. So the miners are the one that help to process transactions. Yeah. Those transactions are processed through the blockchain. They are recorded that A sent money to B. So there can be no uh, double accounting, let's say. And uh, further to that, the miners are paid their small fee, which is the uh, in Ethereum blockchain is gas fee, mm -hmm. and um, and yes, yeah, it works on a decentralized network. So right. the miners are randomly placed around the world. A lot yeah. of them are Chinese mining farms that are slowly moving to Texas now. That's yeah. a whole different story. Um, but this whole framework runs through these decentralized points that transactions are able to be facilitated through random anonymous counterparts around the world and they don't have any centralized governing authority yeah so you can send a transaction from here to other side of the world within minutes yeah. within seconds yeah so there's no uh, there's no control around it it's decentralized mm -hmm. um Crypto to crypto, I mean. So mm -hmm. cashing out will be dependent on the banking infrastructure and 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 your country's uh, uh, regulations, obviously. Yeah. So that that's the the framework and how it works in a decentralized manner yeah. is uh, through miners and through being a decentralized. Uh, the nodes are run in a decentralized manner. The whole system is run by the people. Right. So that's actually leading on to your other question about what makes it useful. Why is it good for the people? Yeah, it's actually run by the people, so it's created by the people, maintained by coders and developers that are on the Bitcoin Foundation or the yeah. Ethereum Foundation. Yeah, they are actually helping to uh, f imp implement new uh, processes, new protocols. They're developing the network. Uh, for instance, ETH has gone to a, rather than being miners being paid out, there'll be a new staking model. So. The, uh, the gas fees will be burned and a portion will be delivered to stakers rather than to miners. Okay. So this is all uh, pro this is all developments that are coded by the people who are right. on the Ethereum Foundation. And, and uh, leading on to why does it benefit the people? I think 
the benefit of crypto is mainly ownership is mm. is is actually owning your money mm. because if we remember back to the crisis uh, that happened in Cyprus some years ago mm-hmm. they stopped people from taking their money out yeah yeah that was around 2012 i yeah, think the yeah the sovereign debt yeah. crisis yeah. sovereign yeah. debt crisis so the the banks actually uh, limited how much money somebody could take out and mm-hmm. they actually stopped people from withdrawing their money yeah so do you actually own your money right do you yeah. i mean <laughs> I see are you, you the owner of your money i yeah. mean it's also a similar concept with uh, the gold. When gold was uh, withdrawn, uh, when the, the America started taking the gold back from people, mm-hmm. if your gold is gold bars that are actually stamped and minted, then do you actually own them when they call them back? Mm. Do you have control over your ownership? Mm-hmm. So this is the main thing that uh, ownership in, in cryptocurrencies, you actually... F- I mean, provided that you hold your coins in your own wallet, that's mm-hmm. another story. Yeah, Because there's also other platforms that where they say you can trade crypto but mm. that you don't actually hold the coins yeah you you're just trading on the price right and yeah. they are facilitating your trade yeah and you are basically betting on the price change or or saying okay i believe it's going to go up futures yeah. trading or whatever that's most what that's mostly what people are doing right now is just they're trading on it but they don't own it right um, a lot of people are trading on platforms like eToro and MT4. Yeah, and yeah. you don't own your coins. Yeah, you're just trading. You're trying to make money. Yes, make money on exactly. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're using Binance or Coinbase yeah. or, or KuCoin, those for are instance, wallets, right? Those are wallets. Yeah. And and okay, they are custodial wallets because mm-hmm. their custody is held by Binance themselves mm-hmm. or KuCoin themselves. Mm-hmm. But you can physically withdraw to your own wallet yeah cold yeah. storage device which is like a tracer or a ledger device yeah. or a online based wallet such as my crypto yeah. uh, ethereum wallet so that you can use through my crypto yeah. sorry um so yeah the ownership is a big thing and yeah. and why it will help the world especially in like third world countries we're seeing like in venezuela they have started to use crypto more mm. because they are more facilitating transactions in crypto because they don't have enough. They can't just f- physically keep carrying suitcases of money mm. everywhere. Mm. They're not able to do that. Yeah. So, um, and also it's a protection. I mean, a lot of financial hedge funds are using it as a protection against inflation. Right. And 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 a crumbling stock market, for instance, and right. they're hedging their profits into Bitcoin or a percentage of the fund, one mm. or two percent only. Mm-hmm. But that one or two percent of multi billions can actually balance out a portfolio yeah. in some respects. Yeah, especially so now the market is over trillions of dollars. I mean, it's not going anywhere. Yes. So you can definitely hedge your uh, your bets there. But I wanted to ask, so I am a big believer in in, in that and how it can help the people in the economy and just, what was that, um, what's that, um, there's, there is a concept of type one civilization, type two civilization, type three civilization, right? And we're moving towards type one civilization where we speak one language and we use one currency and, yes. you know, and just take, use, you know, take over the planet properly, just one world government, you know? But then uh, type two, type three is uh, solar and then universal. But yeah, we are, I think like Bitcoin could be that one currency for us to kind of come together. But still, for me, the problem is, the intrinsic value of the currency but from what from what i'm hearing from you you it sounds like the people are the intrinsic value the people are keep you know mining it the people are keep putting the effort there so it's kind of like this is the comparison i like to make 
between the US dollar and, and Bitcoin. Um, the US dollar, they say it's backed by gold, blah, 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 but it's also backed by the US economy, the yes. US government, it's, uh, the whole system, the whole military and, and all of that. So it's still people. So at the end of the day, it, it, it really depends on people, right? Yes. So it's literally whether people want Bitcoin or the US dollar, for example. In that respects, I mean, comparing with a currency such as a US dollar, which is run in a centralized framework, mm. I think is wrong because any smart person in, or any person who is half literate in crypto mm. will never send money in Bitcoin because it's too expensive. Mm. So for one transaction on Bitcoin, you can pay anything from 20 to $50 right. for like $2,000, let's say. Yeah. On Ethereum, if the gas fees are low, you can send $2,000 for $5. Right. Okay. If you use other networks, such as these new projects, such as Algorand, um, Litecoin's a good one because Litecoin's an old project, but mm -hmm. to send a transaction is flat fee, 50p or something. Okay. So it works out very cheap. Yeah. Um, there are these new ones such as Algorand. Um, they can send transactions very fast. Mm -hmm. They send transactions very efficiently and they don't cost that much to send. So right. um, it's also dependent on what uh, proof of uh, proof algorithm it works on. So whether it's proof of stake, the blockchain itself. Mm -hmm. uh, so Ethereum used to be a proof of work, which right. means the miners do the work to help to facilitate transactions. Right. Now, uh, new blockchains are using proof of stake. Okay. So proof of stake is if you stake coins, if you are a person that is uh, locking your coins for a certain period of time into the protocol, into yeah. the smart contracts, which is another topic. Yeah. Um, if you're locking your coins into the smart contracts, then you can gain extra coins. And okay. those are from these transaction fees. I see. So the, depending on, on how the actual chain works, yeah. will depend on the efficiency. Proof of uh, work is yeah. becoming known as uh, less efficient nowadays, yeah. um, however reliable, but less efficient yeah. because you have a whole world of Chinese mining farms that accumulated graphic cards straight from the supplier. They have the first bids on the NVIDIA and the AMD graphics cards, and they sort of buy up a lot of the stock before it gets released to the international market. Right. And that's why there's such a big increase in graphics card prices now. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they have been very inflated. Um, scalpers are going on waiting lists and buying 10 of them at a time and then mm. reselling them and, mm. and making 50, 60% profit right. on them. Um, the way that's been tackled now, has NVIDIA has done uh, uh, low hash rate cards. So in the cards, they've actually put low hash rate uh, mechanism, mm. which doesn't allow you to get efficiency in mining from that particular card. So let a man mm. game, for example. They're gaming. They yeah. basically, because gamers are gamers. They, yeah. that's, that's a whole nother industry, yeah. you know? And and gamers only need one card. Yeah, so, so why, and then you're taking everything away from the market. So they had to separate the product. Yes, I see, I exactly, see. Yeah, that's exactly, a great idea. Exactly. Steve, I know you got something to say. I suppose my main question is, um, why is Bitcoin so volatile? I was checking it out this, just this <laughs> afternoon. It's like $30,000 <laughs> for one Bitcoin. It peaked in April, 44,000, 30,000 30, pounds, maybe. Let's bring it up. Hold on. Let's go to CoinMarketCap. I noticed cap. it peaked in April this yes, year. Yes, 60 why, grand. Why, why did it peak and why is it so volatile? Right. Like, uh, crypto is a grey area, yeah? So let's just... 
let's just spill the beans a little bit, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just get raw to the core and no no hiding, no code, no just just keep it black and white, no colors. This industry has a lot of wolves and sharks in it. Yeah, I will tell you that for a fact. Yeah, there are a lot and whales. I hear there's a lot of whales. Forget about the whales. Yeah. They are the bippy small ones compared okay. to the wolves and the sharks. Yeah, mm -hmm. the whales, the wolf packs are the ones. Okay. So, Even this chart, what you see, yeah. that the, we saw the decline from um, April until until around recently, yeah? We started yeah. coming up, we, we bottomed out around $28,000, yeah. yeah? $30,000. Between that time, the, the amount of, let's say, whale wallets, because they are called whale wallets, actually, uh -huh. um, the amount of whale wallets has been decreasing, which means there are less and less whales. Yeah. But the amount of whale wallets that are still existing, they are just accumulating more and more Bitcoin. Okay, so so, so basically a whale is someone who has a lot of Bitcoin, a lot of stake in it. And there. a lot of power. And a lot of power. So so you're telling me there's less of them, but the they, ones that are there, they are bigger and bigger. They are accumulating more and more coin, so which will tell you yeah. that they are not going anywhere and they are just accumulating more and more coin. Yeah. Now, out of those 50, whales that are in that category, let's say, or, mm -hmm. or however many there are, many of them may know each other. And they can manipulate the market. Many of them may work together. Yeah. Many of them may be liquidating through the same platforms because Coinbase has a retail platform. Yeah. And then Coinbase has their own institutional sellers or, right. or OTC dealers, let's yeah, say. Yeah, they yeah. have their own institutional guys who are going and they, they have clients within their own region or their right. own network. It's like a normal investment bank. No, you normal got, investment yeah, bank, exactly. Yeah. And those, those dedicated OTC guys might be liquidating certain people at the same time or, or, or those people are liquidating across four or five different platforms, not only Coinbase. Yeah. They're saying, yeah, let me do... 200 million on Coinbase. Let me do 200 million on Kraken. Yeah. Let me do 100 million with my KuCoin guy. Like this. Yeah. And this is where big dumps can happen in the market. Right. And the, there was a recent dump recently which took the price um, quite down. I mean, it was this month. It was a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago. Right. There was a big dip in the market. And that was because yeah, of... Yeah, this one here, if I'm not mistaken. This was... So it went from 48, I think, to... 36, 36. Yep, yep, that's, that's the one. Yep, 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 yep. So that was actually due to over leveraging in the market. Mm. So certain exchanges that are, they have also crypto coin trading, yeah. but they do futures. They're heavy in futures like FTX. Yeah. FTX do futures. Now, when there are too many longs in the market, mm. Buys if, if yeah when, well longs people yeah. predicting that the price will hit yeah. a higher price yeah so they're betting on that and they're also using leverage yeah so they're not only just saying okay uh, I bet from thirty thousand or forty thousand to fifty thousand it's ten k yeah. yeah. if I times it by twenty five x and I put collateral to back it right within the liquidity mm -hmm. then then less less trade and yeah. and they make twenty five times the money yeah so. When it when there's over leveraging in the market, there can be flash crashes like these. Yeah. Now, how these happen is a question of the the actual exchange. Yeah. So whether the exchange self self 
self-inflicted it yeah. or whether the exchange held up a bunch of, of, of whales to liquidate at a certain time yeah. or a bunch of whales liquidated together in the market. Right. These are the categories where a flash crash can happen. Yeah. So basically, what you in, in a nutshell to answer Steve's question is very volatile and risky to be to put a lot of money in crypto. I mean, there are many inside forces that can that have nothing to do with the state of the market or which country. Well, obviously, when the country accepts it, there is a big buy. Everybody's yeah, yeah. buying, but there's also like in quiet periods, there they could be big manipulation, just like in stock markets and whatnot, right? Yes, the, I mean, stock markets is a bit more. I guess regulated a bit mm. more strict. Uh, yeah. You have to go through regulated avenues as yeah. well. I, if you're a sole trader, you'll have to go through trading platforms or funds or wherever. Mm -hmm. But for instance, with the with the state of crypto, it's deregulated. It's mm. decentralized, so mm. anybody can buy and sell anytime, and it's a twenty four hour market. Yeah. So I mean, as well now we've just had a recent news in the market that China's banning Bitcoin for the 50th time. Wow. So <laughs> it's like, okay, you guys have banned it before, what happened there? And then you've launched your own digital yuan. Yeah. Then you said, okay, crypto's fine. Yeah. Then you banned mining. Now you said it's okay. Now you banned it again. So which way are you? Yeah. Why are they doing it? A mm. lot of crypto is held by Chinese. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. So uh, 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 it's another tactic of theirs to sort of make an effect on the market. But as right. normal markets do, Yeah. What we say is buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah. So if there is a rumor that comes out, like for instance, recently uh, Amazon was going to use Litecoin or yeah. PayPal was going to use Litecoin. Yeah, buy. And, and, or Walmart, sorry, was going to use uh, Litecoin. Yeah. So th then, then they said it was fake news. Yeah. So, so sell the when the news comes out. Sell when the right. news came out. So, so it's like, obviously the trading part of it is just regular fundamental and technical analysis that you can bring from the regular stock trading, FX trading, into the market that's amazing but the level of the level of um the risk and and, and, and like i said manipulation and stuff like that very high do you, is, do you think it's higher than the uh that the regular markets very high okay I so think. so there it is you there know, you have it you know with with crypto i mean like you said it's very volatile if you bought last march in 2020 mm. it's not very volatile because yeah. we were three thousand five hundred dollars yeah so yeah, it was, even yeah. if you even if we dipped right now to twenty k, it's still not volatile for you. Mm. I think the main thing is entry point. That's ah. the key, because back in two thousand seventeen, it was very easy to day trade. It was very easy. You could mm. some days you could do eighty percent. Some days you could do two hundred percent. I remember coins like Komodo and Stratis. They just used yeah. to pump on random notices for no reason. Mm. They just used to go up because of news in the market. Yeah. People just in the jump. Telegram chats, Reddit groups, yeah. Reddit warriors, yeah, I call yeah, them. Yeah, 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 the Wall Street bets boys, these kind of All guys. Them. They manipulate so the hell out of these, these coins. Yeah, but that's power of the people. Yeah, which is that's good. where we go back to power of the people. Right, because right. If somebody finds something valuable, mm. then I mean and others find it valuable. Yeah. Why do you not call it valuable? Yeah. If there's 500 people bidding on a Van Gogh art piece, yeah. that's damn valuable. Yeah. If there's one person bidding on it, it's not It's not so valuable. Yeah. So yeah, see the the issue as again so far let's let's recap quickly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh blockchain technology great 
complex machine lovely people do it people mine from all different parts of the world you know it's it's uh, kind of like a uh, every transaction is is uh, officialized by different people so it's always randomized legit, randomized and whatnot great technology great innovation by the humankind and then you have it, its intrinsic value is the people itself right uh amazing for for the people but unfortunately there's a lot of manipulations uh, a lot of a lot of you know on on like you said though but on an entry point if you entered at three thousand and this could go all the way to a hundred thousand uh, when it cut when it goes from 40 to 20 it's not really a big move right now let's get to to the the fact that there is thousands of coins out there and yes. how can we as the people because this is us right this is we we're the intrinsic value of uh, cryptocurrency so how can we as the people eliminate all the crap all the bullshit like let's keep the ones that are actually adding value to our existence adding value to 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 uh human experience making the world safer uh, and stuff like that so what can we do right so far we've spoken about bitcoin we've touched on ethereum a little bit yeah um the, let's just say to start with how can you filter the top 50 yeah are the top 50 yeah they've checked the top 10 are the top 10 they yeah. they've not changed much yeah. over the last one year yeah or, or whatever the top 50 are the top 50 some of the coins that are in the top 50 were four years ago in the top 10 right so bitcoin does rule Yes, because sir. when Bitcoin goes down, yeah. everything follows. follows yeah. Everything, no matter what. Yeah. And this is another point that I feel needs to be addressed because going on to uh, other chains mm. like Solana, mm. Avalanche Network, mm. uh, uh, Polygonmatic, which is a layer two solution, which mm. brings more efficiency in DeFi transactions to uh, the Ethereum chain. Yeah. So the actual foundation, each of these projects run on their own. Yeah. You know? They have their own chains. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Matic has done a, a side chain, but Solana, it's its own. It's it has its own programming language. Right. It's its own chain. There's a new project out called Internet Computer Protocol (ICP). Mm. They're based out of Switzerland. They have more than 250 of the top tier developers around the world working yeah. on their project. Yeah. They are developing the decentralized internet for the world, so any programmers can have the capacity to log on and build whatever they want and launch it through IPFS. Okay. So even though Bitcoin is valuable, it has a big effect on the rest of the coins. Now, yeah. this shouldn't happen because as we see in the stock market, mm. other industries can survive while one is getting crushed. True. Yeah. Why is it that in crypto, when Bitcoin dumps, everything else dumps? Does that mean yeah. that the sole focus is on Bitcoin? I think it's the lack of uh, the lack of uh, education around what each coin is. So that's what I'm saying. Yes. Again, it's like there are so many of them that we don't know. Like Bitcoin is the crypto giant, but we don't know that. For example, give me an example of one coin I'll give that you a good is one. Uh, Vchain. Vchain okay. is a is a, a a coin that the the project itself yeah. is made to. Uh, be the technology to be used in smart cars. Okay. So like smart BMWs, right. smart. Uh, so it shouldn't future cars, right? So and wh what the, what is the reason of the blockchain? Mm. Is basically to facilitate the transfer of information from the central brain point of yeah. the car, yeah, to the system functions to okay. give instructions to the actual car to perform functions. So it has no uh, no relationship with like transactions and money all of the transactions and the crypto side of it is all just separate right yeah but the actual 
point of these blockchains to be used, yeah. where they can be used, okay. is they have use case, some of them. Some of them really have a big use case. I mean, DAG, DAG, yeah. Constellation Labs, they're being used in uh, US military okay. for cybersecurity. So to keep uh, their their secrets private over a blockchain, okay. their communications correspondence. So their blockchain, the blockchain does that. Is being used within the system frameworks of the US military, yes. Yeah, but- Their I, blockchain doesn't do that. Yeah. They obviously have the, the blockchain and, yeah. and they have the framework. Yeah. Obviously US military will have to bring their own developers and their own coders yeah. to build something on that blockchain. Ah. Or off of that protocol. I see. You see? Let's go back from the top. We got we got uh cryptocurrency decentralized works with blockchain te technology. Each coin does different thing and it's based on different uh, aspect of human existence. It's really good for the people. And it is the, the main intrinsic value is the people because the people are putting the energy behind it. And then we said that there are so many of them. Uh they could be manipulated. Uh the trading aspect of it is kind of similar as however we trade other other um stuff like FX and commodities and whatnot, and then we go into um, each one is is specific to each industry, right? Has their own has its ha own has twist. Their own use case has the its own use case, case. Use and case. then it's built within the blockchain. The use case, the blockchain. What does the blockchain add to the technology? Is it just the no, decentralization? No, no, no. Blockchain is the name. Okay. So you can have the Bitcoin has its oh, own chain. Okay. Okay. Ethereum okay. runs on its own chain. Okay. Solana its own chain. Okay. They have developed their own chains. Okay. And other projects are building on those chains. Oh, I see. So, so within a chain, yeah. So within each chain, yes. it's just a group of people, right? So tell me more. So tell me more about inside uh, the blockchain. I mean, what are we seeing here? Okay, say us guys, we say, all right, we want to build a decentralized application. Yeah. Okay, which chain do we want to build on? Okay, let's build on uh, ETH. Now it's too expensive. Let's build on Solana. Okay. okay, we get some Rust developers in. We need developers. Yeah. They need to know how to code on Solana. They okay. need to know how to use language. Right. And we can build whatever we want. A game, a, a protocol, oh, okay. uh, something that interacts with uh, a gifting, reward system, gift cards. I see. A lot of projects have done gift card based projects. So yeah, there's whole different different use cases uh, going on to the web three. Ethereum is the most uh, built on blockchain and the most uh, decentralized applications are actually hosted on Ethereum and it is stable. It's trusted. It yeah. works, yeah. it's trustable. We were saying about China and they were banning <laughs> Bitcoin. Yes. They're starting their own currency. Digital Yuan, yes. Tell us about what the advantage of them doing that is. I mean, is Bit is the blockchain public? Can anybody look into the blockchain and see transactions? Yes. So you, but they won't let you. Ah, uh, so they're adding their own they, twist. They will let you. That's a centralized authority. So, so yeah. how about if the British government decided to start their own currency? That would be great for the tax man, wouldn't it? Because he could say, it. "Look, all transactions are now. You, you can't be, you know, hiding." You can't be buying 10 Ferraris yep. without us seeing it. <laughs> yep, yep. That's the whole mission. I think um, this year was, in my opinion, was the year of the regulations. This mm. is the year where, like, all of the COVID happened, governments were tied up, yeah. things went a bit cashless, yeah. card payment, card payment. Now this was the time to sort of tune it into the society to get used to, to no cash. Mm. and use your card, mm. use your card, mm. use your card. Mm. So Absolutely. The, the thing with the China was, 
well, just let's say governments, first of all, how governments cannot ban something if they don't have their own or they don't know yeah, how to, how make to use it, how to how take how advantage to of it. it. Yes. yes. So now China has seen a, a point of entry. Okay. They said, okay, things are cashless. Wow. Okay. We can manage our society's money. Yeah. We can figure out where money's going, where money's coming from, yeah. when money's leaving the country. Yeah. That's the benefit for them. Right. Maybe they can sort of, um, you know, China is very digitalized. They're quite technologically adaptive. Absolutely. Let's say they're, yeah. they're quite. They great. have a social credit system, mate. They're, they're clued on to tech. So yeah. they've already been using this sort of framework. It's just not been blockchain. It's been right. uh, uh, through WeChat payment system. Okay. So they, they pay through WeChat, through QR codes, and they just pay through like their WhatsApp. Right. That's already existing in China. Okay. So digital yuan is just an add-on to that okay. almost because they've already had this sort of culture of paying on the phone, yeah. paying with digital money. Right. Also, yeah, essentially paying with digital coins. Mm -hmm. They've had that, but mm -hmm. that's been done through WeChat. Now they've done it on blockchain. Now they'll be able to track, determine, chase, verify Jeez. every transaction now. My the goodness. Information straight to the government. Right. Straight away. What happens when Britain does it? They are in the pipeline of doing it. Yeah, I'm it's sure going they to are. be called Britcoin, apparently, <laughs> as uh, Rishi Sunak <laughs> called it. I think they should have called it E-Sterling or something along <laughs> the lines of that. Nice. Britcoin was a bit, you know, sound of yeah. yeah, sound Britcoin. a bit Spice Girls. E-Sterling, <laughs> that's nice. That's e nice. E-Sterling or E-Pound, E-GBP or something yeah. like that. They've made the announcement. I mean, I've done a bit of fishing on, on LinkedIn. They're, the Bank of England has an actual task force out for this. They Is have it? a team. They have a team. There's people working on it. They've right. been working on it for a couple of years. Okay. They've only announced it now. Yeah. They've been on it for a couple of years. I don't know how far they've got mm -hmm. because they won't release that sort of information. Yeah. Um, but they are on it. And um, what my opinion is with this yeah. is if you have an e-pound, so... What they will aim to do essentially is not have this as working as a China wanted digital yuan to work as a central currency. That evidently isn't working because it's very hard to get cash out of the lower end of society. Mm. The lower end of society, upper middle class, middle class, upper middle class, happy to use card, yeah. happy to be in the system. Yeah. Lower class of society, they're still running cash. Mm. And they, there's a lot of dodgy stuff that happens. They earn their cash in illicit ways. Yeah. Very hard to get rid of cash from the lower level. Mm. So what do they do? UK will use the the e power or the Bitcoin side to side by side with the normal cash currency. Yeah. What I think they'll do is, if you want to make higher payments, so say you want a mortgage, so you you've had you you want a mortgage. Okay, you've your mum's put money in your account. Okay, you gave somewhere money to somebody and said put it to me as a loan. It's gone through. That will no longer exist because. What they'll say is, okay, for anything higher payment, you have to submit your pounds in your bank, your normal pounds to us, to Bank of England. Bank of England will verify it, check that it's all kushti, check everything's kosher, make sure it's okay. Mm -hmm. And then they will issue you the e-pound yeah. or the Bitcoin. And you can use that Bitcoin for higher payments. Yeah, so only you can use only Bitcoin for higher payments. For higher payments. That's, that's the way to do it, you when know? You, that's the way to integrate it into society without having too much backlash. I mean, I mean, uh, people taking money out of the country. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we see it on the TV, on the on the TV shows that a guy, these Eastern Europeans have filled their wheels up or whatever, yeah, yeah. cash in the engine. <laughs> 
it put <laughs> cash into the side panels yeah. or the seats or whatever. That's not going to mean Taking nothing. Taking 20,000 out of the country, yeah. you're on a 10,000 limit. What if they just say, okay, you have to put your 10,000, you want to go out of the country with cash, unless it's in your bank already, mm-hmm. if you're taking cash, we have to issue, we have to take the cash, we issue you E pound, or you mm. submit your cash, we issue you E pound. When right. you get to the other side, you will be issued, or we will submit to your bank, or whichever way. Right. Somehow, they will have to find a way to limit uh, black money Basically, that's yeah. what it is. They're, yeah. they're 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 finding a way to get rid of floating cash mm. and and illicit cash and undeclared cash yeah. out of the country. Yeah, it's good and it's bad too. Yeah, because illicit cash is always spent in the system, right? Which is another area where countries that don't have illicit cash. Maybe they don't have so much spending flow around. Yeah. Because people who earn illicit cash, they want to go and buy high priced things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they want to go gambling in the roulette machine and mm. uh, high money. They go spending in a private members club in London or whatever. So there's, there's different um, aspects to this. But the ultimatum is that the government will want to get everyone onto using money digitally. Yeah. And they will want to trace it and track it. And and through blockchain, this is very very possible because mm. it's it, the numbers are there for you. As soon as you make a transaction, it's there recorded on the blockchain. The the main mission, I think, of the banking and financial sector for yeah. the last two years or three years, right? They've been trying to capture how to get into this uh, sphere, crypto sphere, mm. how to use crypto, but to a normal life, a normal civilized uh, standing, how to incorporate yeah. it within the, within the normal society. Right, not, some not just deep us web 2% stuff. of guys yeah. behind the computer and we know how to do wallets and yeah, we know how yeah, to do yeah, everything yeah. and we're these tech sort of uh, uh, enthusiasts. And the problem that the banking industry is having is that I think any, any hardcore uh, crypto developers who have worked on Cardano or worked on Ethereum or worked on any, any coin for that matter, mm-hmm. whether they worked in Binance Smart Chain or whatever, they are less inclined to work with, I wouldn't say the enemy, but yeah. to them, it's the enemy because right. these are the guys that are centralized. They're trying to take over this decentralized industry that we've created for freedom of the world right. and freedom of people to have ownership over your own money, ownership mm. over your own assets, mm. no central authority. You are the responsible. Yeah. If you lost your keys, it's your fault. Tough yeah. luck. Can you explain to us? NFTs. Oh, and, yes, uh, oh yes, 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 yes. Sure. Forget about final NFTs. thoughts. Forget about cryptos. Yes, I'm sir. Sure. Let's talk about let's NFTs. NFTs. How can I make money through NFTs? <laughs> I'm sure there was a recent, I mean, it's publicity, isn't it? When these new things launch, when we see sort of $400,000 for a video by Grimes and then a uh, 6.6 million for a video by Beeple. Beeple I don't even yeah. know who Beeple is. Shout but, uh, out Beeple. <laughs> shout out Beeple. It's all publicity yeah. to raise this profile of what NFTs are, I suppose. How do you explain NFTs? Non-fungible yeah. tokens. So, um, tokens can be fungible or non-fungible. Non-fungible basically means that they don't they don't they don't assume any value. Okay, yeah, they're not coins to be traded in the market. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so it, Ethereum has the ERC twenty standard. That's mm. for coins. Mm. ERC seven two one is for NFTs and digital art. Why digital art has come around? Because uh, well, it all started from 2016, I believe, when uh, the CryptoPunks NFTs or 2017 CryptoPunks came around 
And then CryptoKitties came around. This was like a DeFi, decentralized finance protocol. You bought these small little kittens yeah. that had different uh, properties and some of them were more rare than the others. Right. So, uh, and you could trade them across the marketplace. Right, it's kind of like uh, playing cards. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. What What's happened is um, people have found a way, well, I mean, ERC721 is a standard. Mm -hmm. So you can incorporate metadata, it's called, into the actual NFT, into right. the JPEG or the video image, MP4, whatever, yeah. whatever you've created. Yeah. This slowly um, got flushed out. So the CryptoKitties was the reason that the East network got jammed, gas fees went up, people were paying thousands for transactions to get their hands on these kitties or yeah. sell these kitties. It all created a big hell for the ETH blockchain itself. Right. So they just slowly, they just shot up in value. Then the, the, the CryptoKitties went up and then and then slowly this this whole arena just went away. It just just disappeared right. for like between 2018, 19 and 20. Mm. Then we had the 20 end of 20 bull run. Mm. I was always adamant and you can ask, I mean, a lot of my network, I told them after this bull run's done, the next thing is NFTs. Watch, this is the next big thing is coming, NFTs, anything VR and anything like gaming, anything revolving around gaming is gonna be big. Yeah. So what they've done, NFTs are minted, which means they are minted means they are produced or like how- Stamped, how, they, stamped. Have, they have no, kind no, of like a stamped. code they in have, there. Not, Officialized? Not code. You, minting means to actually produce it, to okay. mint it on the blockchain, ah. to actually, yes, NFTs are tokens, yeah. they are coins. Not coins, they are tokens, yeah. ERC721 tokens. Yeah. You can mint them one of one or 10 of 10 ah. or 100 of 100. Right. So they're verifiable. Yeah. They are in limitation. Yes, yes, yes. They have, uh, they have uh, traceability. Okay. Yeah. So it's, they're official. They're official. Yeah. So no copies. Yes. No one can copy. Yeah. And you can, you can tell the fake from the real. You can tell the fake from the I real. I see. But somebody, this is another thing. So yeah. you had these crypto punks, which you probably know about. Crypto punks came out. That was a big thing. <laughs> People started making space punks. Okay. Then they made crypto dads, crypto chicks. Right. So these are copies. Yeah. Essentially, but they're not because they're their own project. They're their own project. It's so just like, not, a, uh, what do you call it? It's like a ripoff pretty much, but it's still its own. Taking inspiration. From yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So NFTs blew up. Um, obviously, this was a new field for everybody. Yeah. What are the most art. famous ones? Sorry to interrupt, but what are the most famous NFTs? And, and they're, just, they're just valuable for them being them. So it's like, a, it's like, like you said, like a painting. Crypto punks, definitely, because yeah. they were one of the first uh, NFTs to come out. They were yeah. launched by Lava Labs. Um, you've got a few others like Avastars. They've uh, in, th some companies have created random algorithm. Yeah. Now there was a kid out here uh, recently, a few weeks ago. There was a kid. He made some millions out of selling these whales. So quickly, quickly. Uh, so these are the crypto punks. Yeah? Yes. So, so what's what, what's the use for this? So this this guy there's here. There's no use. There's no use. They just there's no use. They're just art pieces. They're art just, pieces. They're just, they're just profile picture avatars. Let's is say. it? Yeah, yeah. That's okay, it. so if you have one, you're kind of like you're kind of part of the the community. Part of the crew. Yeah. Oh, we're sick! Look at this one here. So look at this. And can you use these in games or as? So as this skins? five pounds. These no. But in the future, I guess that would be the idea. You buy uh, your own skin for a game. With CryptoPunks, I don't know the status of how they're going to do it, but leading on, 
there are NFTs for games. So this is how NFTs started blowing up because they started to be used in gaming platforms. Sorry, does that say 6.6 .6 million? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. So so shout out anybody who owns a CryptoPunk. <laughs> wow. We, we never got a chance to get one, but anybody who owns one has- Yeah, a, shout out to you lot. Shout out to you lot. <laughs> so what stops this is crazy world right now, but yeah, awesome. Yeah. What stops me from, I suppose, what stops me from copying and pasting into a second copy is that there's an entry on the blockchain yeah. which yes. says you own that Yes, that GIF wallet or that GIF that or whatever. That specific JPEG. wallet has minted the CryptoPunks. So they know yeah. how many and are, are there. Yeah. That which wallet has minted the CryptoPunks. Yeah. They know. It's traceable, everything. So it's traceable, everything. You that's cannot it. fake it. You cannot it. fake it. That's good, that's good. Yeah, but that's you can make a copy. So yeah. you can make space punks yeah. or some other type of punks, yeah. like alien punks, space right. punks, zombie right. punks, it's all been done. Yeah. And they've shot up to the moon as well. Nice. Yeah, they're just, yeah. Not six millions. But yeah, but they're doing all right. Hundreds of thousands, absolutely. Um, yeah. So you said now it's going into gaming. So gaming. How, what's the function of it in gaming? Right, so NFTs, um, so you've got these the concept of the metaverse. Let's speak about that first, okay. just to introduce. The metaverse means, uh, uh, a, blo a, a protocol, a game fire platform that's been launched, similar like Minecraft, mm -hmm. you have the sandbox. Mm -hmm. um, and it's actually a virtual world created, built, uh, built on, developed by the players. Right. So the players- Just a world, different universe. Just a whole different universe. Digital universe. You enter with your wallet, you've got your character, which yeah. is pegged to your wallet. You are a person in your own world. Okay, yeah. sandbox is a bit like Minecraft. It's more gamer time. Yeah. But then you've got Decentraland. Decentraland <laughs> is actually like, you're a real person. Yeah. You're in this world, walking yeah. around. You can go into people's places. You can visit somebody's NFT art gallery. Somebody's coded an art gallery. And then you can and walk put in there. other people's pieces of art on the wall. Yeah. And they'll make commission from those other pieces. Ready Player One, I think the game is. They've was. made a digital art gallery in a digital world. It's literally going, that like movie. With real yeah. digital art yeah. that you can buy with real digital money. Yeah. But you're in a fake, like, you're not fake in a fake world. Wo wo kind of a fake augmented world. Augmented world. Let's world. say that, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I think it will go to a pl uh, to a point where you're just gonna put a VR piece, Got and then it. inside is gonna look super realistic as well. So leading to the game fire. So people have minted NFTs because remember we were talking about Web three. You go yeah. with one wallet, you yeah. can log into different platforms. Yeah. Anything built on ETH blockchain. Yeah. You can go around to with an ETH wallet, whichever yes. DApp, whichever platform, gambling, gaming, whatever you want to. Yeah. So. NFTs, we're getting, people are minting NFTs as gaming objects now. Right. So you can get an NFT that's a special sword. Ah, yes, that's what I'm saying. You might need that sword to get through a certain part of the game. Yeah. So there's a whole economy around this This And this it's items. not even a game, you're talking about society here. It's you're a talking real, about a real society. Yeah, For example, there's a nice, there's an, someone built, gaming. yeah, someone built a crazy uh, fun park within the, the uh, what do you call it, Decentraland. Decentraland, yeah. And you can only get in if you have this sword. Go find the sword. You know what or I mean? Go As buy it from the market. Go buy player, it from yeah. the market. Maybe the guy will or issue find it. it in the game. Yeah. There you go. And then he costs you money, and it, that's an NFT. You gotta go buy that NFT to get in yeah. there. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I really look forward to that. And these <laughs> worlds are like, I mean, you can get really sucked in. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I've what I'm tried saying. them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a gamer because yeah. I feel like 
I don't have the time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. You need to be one of those people that can really sit on it for three, four hours, yeah. go around, figure it all out, yeah. talk to people, I network yeah. around. It's a good thing because you actually, you, you are in essence communicating with real people mm. that can show you real things. Mm. You might meet a few good developers on there. You might oh, meet yeah. a few good artists around. Yeah. They show you a one, two things that you might be able to learn new skills mm -hmm. or collaborate on a project somehow. Yeah. So there's good things about it. Um, the The whole concept of decentralized is, is, is good because there's a project that's launched a, a casino in Decentraland. <laughs> okay. And you go there. So no laws, obviously. No laws. <laughs> no. You can be anyone you want. You can be a 15 year old kid. You yeah. just need a wallet with some ETH in it. Yeah. Some tokens or whatever. Yeah. Decentraland tokens. You go there, sit at the roulette table and you play Come roulette on. in a digital manner. Yeah. It's a huge like in a in a re in a in a real money, real life functioning digital world. That's crazy. And it's crazy. We gotta, we, obviously we gotta, we gotta listen, use our, not lose our morals just because we are in a digital world. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not entertaining. But I know what you mean. Year olds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not, I do not condone <laughs> yeah. underage gambling Absolutely or anything not. underage. Absolutely not. Ask your mum if you want to buy crypto. There you, <laughs> there you go. But I see what you mean, man. I see what you mean. It's a new universe. Yeah. It's literally a new alternative universe in this digital world that people have created. We, we are there. It's just- We are uh, there. Make optimizing it and making it better and better. Be huge opportunities for advertising in that world. Imagine <laughs> if if yeah. the entry oh, requirement yeah. to get into the castle was a Ferrari or a, a Nike pair of trainers that were selling for thousands of, of Bitcoin. Yeah, huge advertising and uh, sponsorship opportunities Absolutely. in that world. Fortnite, so this is just an example. Fortnite, mm. Mm -hmm. um, they're not fully blockchain based, I believe. They're they're a uh, gaming platform. Mm -hmm. um, but Fortnite has just done a partnership with uh, endorsement, branding endorsement with Balenciaga. Okay. So this is where we see it coming. Yeah. yeah. I saw the, um, the big um, London 3D. The 3D, yeah. The Circus. Yes. It's amazing 3D. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So they, they did a 3D monster on, yeah. the, on the corner of Piccadilly at yeah. the screen. So That's they did crazy. A, a whole advert where the monster came and hanging out of it. And it actually looked like the monster is is coming off of the build, out yeah, of the building. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. So they're doing that. It was quite, quite crazy to see that tech as well working. But this is just goes to show that branding partnerships, it will be a big thing. It's coming. Absolutely. And, and, and brands will only find a way to monetize out of this. Yeah. I mean, um, I'll just give a shout out to my good friend, um, Paula Kilgariff. She's a, a teacher and a, a very uh, educational trainer. And she's very much into the NFT space as nice, well. Nice, nice. Um, she's working for Clout Art now. But she uh, also is into um, fashion. Mm. So fashion with NFTs. Yeah. So almost like using the f people can stand in front of a uh, of their phone and the NFT will be used to be placed on them in an augmented reality setting. Right. So augmented reality like uh, you take the you take me and my background and mm -hmm. you place a, a, an item over me. Right. Almost. So to be used in fashion like that. Yeah. Trying and even in fashion shows. So fashion shows can be digital even. Oh, that's and crazy. They don't actually need the clothes. Yeah. They just need the digital version <laughs> of the clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just it's done as an NFT. Wow. So Saving money right yeah, there. And, and also Vogue. Vogue magazine have also yeah. just uh, uh, tied in with NFTs as well. Wow. Um, uh, uh, the football guy, Messi. So he's just launched his own NFT release, Messi Yeah. Verse. 
Slim Shady, Eminem himself, yeah. he done an NFT release. So if we wanted, like, for example, if I wanted to uh, market my business, uh, London Media Lounge, yes. and I wanted people, I wanted to connect it to some sort of NFT, how do I go about doing that? Well, you'd have to have, um, firstly, uh, a value proposition. Right. Why are you creating the NFTs? Because that's another thing. A yeah. lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of BS right. in the NFT space. Yeah, I can yeah? imagine, so yeah. there's like, especially not not so much nowadays because people are clued up yeah they know what's what yeah but especially like in the beginning of the year people mm-hmm. were minting anything and everything yeah i've bought a couple of dead <laughs> nfts you know i wasted a bit of money yeah a yeah, couple yeah. Of hundred bucks yeah. oh it's worth nothing yeah, yeah i'm yeah, there yeah. sitting there with an nft yeah the only standpoint is i've bought an nft from the original times of nfts ah. that's the difference that ah. in 10 years it'll be like when you say originals. this is be like gold dust Oh yes, you know, yes, this would be yes. like wow. These were the first NFTs that came around. Like okay, CryptoPunks came around in 2017, but yeah. I'm talking about the first NFTs that were like people minting them, not like labs mm. or, or or tech companies doing it, like yeah. Lava Labs, but an actual person minting just anything and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first, well, let's say, second gen boom right. of NFTs. Right. So a lot of people minted anything and everything. You can mint anything and everything, yeah. but whether it has value or not depends. So, what on would you. be, what would be, what would be? Give me an example of a value All proposition. Right, you take a logo of London Media Lounge, and you just have it spinning in the, in the image and yeah. and and coming out. You may be like a animation style, and um, maybe if you had some famous people who come here to do a podcast, uh-huh. and you made them put a ad lib on it or a backing sound or or, or one sentence about what they say right. or somebody famous. Right now, you have value. I see. Because it's exclusive. Okay, so as simple as that. Simple as that. Lovely. I think. But you, you have to mint it, and that yeah. might cost you about seventy to hundred dollars per NFT per mint. Mate, I'll call you. You're the expert. You <laughs> sort everything out, innit? Yeah, like yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Out. I'll hire you. you be like, bro. My back, I'll yeah, exactly. We'll we'll <laughs> That's, That's what I'm talking we'll about. We'll work something out. But we gotta listen. Only you gotta be an idiot not to take advantage of this boom, innit? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, another just a quick one that I want to mention as well while we're on the topic: mm-hmm. augmented reality. Um, just shout out to my guy, Ben Gadenzi as well. He's done some great work in the space. He actually left the crypto scene in 2018 because it was filled with a bunch of BS. Nobody could handle the bear market. Mm. People were losing money left, right and center. Mm-hmm, Their mm-hmm. pants were on the floor. Their yeah. portfolios were getting crushed. They were yeah. like, wow, I was like a hundred millionaire. Now I'm like a hundred thousand air. They me. were crushed. Minus 97% yeah, of my, their portfolio. Yeah, yeah. Like looking there like, oh my God, my <laughs> wife is going to leave me everything. I'm relying <laughs> on this Bitcoin. No yeah. way. But the strongest survived. Yeah. And and the back. people who actually wanted to build something like this guy, mm. he actually left the space fully. Mm. Because he was like, he only just helped people. And and then he was like, you know what? He clocked this industry from early on. Yeah. That this NFT thing is going to be big. Right. What did they do over the last, since 2018 till 2020, they were just developing, developing, developing. They got one of the biggest, um, the biggest uh, guys in the world who deals with uh, licensing contracts with Marvel, um, Cartoon Network. Mm. They have all of the um, Avengers, they have all of the Batman series. Right. Bat- they have licensing in Batman. There's different companies that do deal with yeah, different yeah. Batmans. Yeah. So they've got the licensing for Batman and Robin, Batman this one, Batman that one. They've done a Spider-Man release. Spider-Man yeah. comics are minted through the Ecomi platform, uh, through the VV platform. Yeah. Now Ecomi is the coin that is used within the platform, but VV is the actual platform. Mm. 
Now, what they've done is, you know, you go to comic book stores and you have those digital figurines. Mm. So these digital figurines, they've actually done them as NFTs. Okay. So you can actually, and, and with these figurines, when you hold them in your vault, yeah. so you can take a, 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 you put your camera on, you take your, you take a circular motion of your surroundings, it captures your surroundings, mm -hmm. and then it puts the DeLorean into the surroundings and oh, you can wow. drive the DeLorean around your surroundings. And when you have a, a wall there, it will bump into the wall. Right. When you have a car there or you're on the road and there's a car there, it will bump into the car. Yeah. So it will actually mimic it, yeah. No, it is the actual I've surrounding. Yeah. But you have to do it through your phone. Yeah, yeah. You I've seen it on uh, phone, yeah. I've seen it on a on a game, the Mario game that they done it. Like you can literally play Mario Kart around your room. Yeah. You can build your own similar kind of, concept. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So I mean yeah. and, and they're really popular and they found a niche industry. Mm. Like Comic book collectors will always exist. Oh yeah, these these Marvel enthusiasts, Bro, these comic book even people, me, they even love me. It. As much as I, I think, uh, as much as I, I'm like 27 now, right? And I'm looking around every time I see a new Marvel movie, or sometimes I find myself I go into deep these deep deep holes in YouTube about a character's origin and stuff like that. That that industry will always be alive. Yeah. It's just such a crazy story, like a fantasy world that you, you you cannot escape. Like as a as a as a kid, like when you start, you will never leave it. Almost. Yeah, yeah. You and and there's always like a, there's always a a big money industry behind it. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like with imagine. collectibles, you know. Yeah. Conferences. Yeah. What about what about these um, uh, comic book conventions? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Comic cons. Comic book cons. Huge. I would love to go People to one of those. Dressing up, going there. Yeah. Cosplay. Know? Yeah. Now imagine, like VV app. Imagine they have. The, imagine as technology develops, that you have a device that you can actually flash your actual guy out of it, your comic Jeez. book character out of there it, and have go. him next to you in the convention yeah. at your stand. You know. So this is where the industry is developing and, and technology is developing so fast. Mm. And this is what, like in crypto, we're still only like in, I wouldn't even just say crypto, I'd say like this whole new digitalization, mm. this it's came from crypto, mm -hmm. but there's GameFi, NFTs, DeFi, protocols, yeah. uh, yield farming. There's a whole bunch of stuff that just goes with crypto. Yeah. Crypto is just, the word for the coins, yeah. you know, cryptocurrencies. Yeah. But what about the rest of the industry? Yeah. You don't just call it the cryptocurrency industry. No. It, it's run on blockchain. Yeah. Blockchain industry, yes. Yeah. But then we go into all of these other different sectors and it's crazy. And augmented reality, game five, VR. I mean, there's a whole world. Yeah. Like in these decentralands, Somnium space, people actually buy plots of land. They've <laughs> been buying plots of digital land to build on and some people just hold it because they know that in five years when big brands are coming for these digital worlds you know yeah when when, when thought park makes a, a a digital thought park yeah that you can put a headset on and just go in and go in you don't need to go to the physical park yeah you can just go with the headset you have a chair that that's electronically digitalized yeah, with yeah, the yeah. whole thing. And when you're in the roller coaster, it moves. Yeah. You know, like a simulator. Dude, there's going to be real estate agents for uh, lands in the right. in a digital and, uh, world. I'm going to tell you what, bro. I think that's that's an investment right there is to buy land within these digital platforms. It's just recognizing which one is going to survive until then. Which one has the most users? Yeah, pretty survive, much. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and, what's and it called? The the central land sandbox. Um, Somnium Space is a good one. Yeah, but they're not developed yet. That's yeah. the problem. And but they are more 
onto the VR side of things. Yeah. Like very much VR. Okay. But they're like the next level. Like yeah. in Sandbox and, and Decentraland, everything's a bit cartoonized, you know, yeah. animationed. But in, in Insomnia and Space, it's like a bit more real. Yes, that's the one. That's the one like that's going to survive. like GTA. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Like that's that, the one that's going to survive. Believe yeah, yeah. Me, man. So, so you've got these different different worlds. Yeah. And, and, and Where's I mean, the one that's going to be like real, real? <laughs> oh, like yeah. People building casinos in a metaverse. Yeah, where you yeah. just go into a real casino, play real casino games on real randomized coding that's yeah. used within the roulette machine and everything yeah fully random fully randomized odds but is, it, is it randomized is it checked by the governing body of the uh the gambling association yeah in the, no it's not in the virtual world no that would be that, that's, <laughs> that's what i'm one. saying yeah, it's yeah. a new world it's kind of like auditors smart contract auditors yeah so they need to audit the contracts obviously obviously um, i mean it's gonna be the more the more lawyers the more uh the more paperwork is uh the more it's checked the more it's trusted but i feel like it, it's a new society man i feel like it's the wild wild west right now in there and that's gonna slowly but but from the wild wild west time until now in there i think it's gonna be just a period of five years so it's gonna five be a quick more. thing five years more five years more five and years then more. everybody's gonna be involved there's gonna be governing five bodies everything and then we're gonna hear a great woman woman voice welcome to the central yes <laughs> we actually as a country need to embrace this yeah, absolutely and because you see like kids in korea yeah. they're going forward yes they're, by 18 they've developed a startup by 21 they sold it for 10 million 20 million 200 yeah. million yeah. done by 25, they are fully tech entrepreneurs right. themselves. Right, right. These Koreans, South Koreans are yeah. smart people. You they know? are, they absolutely smart are. people. Asians, they're smart people. Mm -hmm. Even in um, Estonia, Switzerland, yeah. they're yeah. all smart kids. I think they've, they've they, because those countries have embraced the technology mm -hmm. and they've said, you know what? We can actually help our youth to go forward with this. Yes, because they are the new generation. Yeah. What? Well, any no 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 fifty year olds developing the new tech frameworks <laughs> for the new gen. <laughs> Unless you know he's working mean? with the devil. He's, he's still got to <laughs> clock the old tech frameworks, which he still hasn't caught on to. You know. Yeah. Like, so the the new gen is really important. And That's the They are the ones yeah. that are going to pioneer our future. Absolutely. And and as I hope that like the government and maybe there's some programs or schools even mm. can implement coding classes or something to get oh, yeah. these kids into digitalization Absolutely. because it's an important field. And, and unless, I mean, it's all good doing things in your phone and knowing how to do whatever, whatever, edit videos and yeah. do this, but unless there's some framework for them to use that on a professional level. Uh, yeah, make money out in of the it, future yeah. and, and to pioneer our future yeah. as, as, as a country, right? you know, uh, we need those kids. Absolutely. Mm. You know? We're seeing a trend already, aren't we, where kids just don't worry about physical ownership anymore. In my day, it was great to collect CDs or, or DVDs. Um, my kids just have no concept of that collection of physical things, but they do like to collect things in the virtual world. You can see a situation where, you know, we're all shopping at Primark, for example, for our clothes in the real world, end up spending more money on clothes in the virtual world <laughs> yes and kitting out our, our yes, avatars sir. with avatars, the better yeah. clothes than we were in the real world yeah yeah one thing i want to check you, you mentioned um chinese um bitcoiners being banned um what what's texas got that allows bitcoiners to be successful in texas is there some tax rules or why they're moving to texas 
Um, mainly, I think that was something to do with Elon Musk. Ah, right. Elon Musk. Um, his factories have moved to Texas, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have. Actually, Elon Musk was a big uh, supporter. Supporter, but also he's good and bad for the industry, you know, because a lot of the things he says, people will take for one thing on Twitter, like, oh, uh, Bitcoin is harmful to the environment because it <laughs> uses X amount of energy. Yeah, hey, mate, do you know how much coal mining uses? Yeah. How much the banking infrastructure uses? Yeah. What about other industries, shipping containers, shipments, lorries? What about the rest of it? So the um, if you compare industry size, the actual fractional uh, effect of Bitcoin mining compared to other industries is very minute. Not only that, he forgot to mention that more than 70, between 70 and 80% of the Bitcoin actually mined is used through uh, renewable sources of energy. Not mm. renewables, but like, for instance, uh, carbon credits. Right. Or a country had over excess energy and, and these mining companies were buying from that excess energy, mm. which would have otherwise been wasted. Yeah. Yeah. You've got places in um, uh, Greenland and uh, not Iceland, Greenland and uh, Finland, I believe, and up north in Estonia and stuff like that. They're doing mining farms through hydro, uh, through, yeah, hydrothermal and yeah, ice yeah. and using the cold weather. Right. And uh, in China as well, they're using water power. Yeah. So there's it, it hydropower. Hydropower. Yeah, yeah, they're was, using yeah. hydropower. So there's, these were failed to be mentioned, yeah. But these are these are existing facts. I think they, they they do what they can to kind of slow down the 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 speed at which it's taken over the world, so that they have the right time to kind of take advantage as well. Briefly, in like two two minutes, tell me what's how is the next five years looking? Okay, first thing is regulations. Right, regulations are coming in. I think as soon as uh, they won't they won't be able to ban crypto because mm -hmm. nothing stops me having a wallet. Mm -hmm. Nothing stops me having coins in a wallet and mm -hmm. not telling anybody. Right. Nothing stops me sending money to another wallet anywhere in the world. Yeah. So that's one thing they can't tackle. Right. One thing they can tackle mm -hmm. is they say, okay, you want to hold Bitcoin? Fine. No problem. Okay. You made money on Bitcoin. How do you cash out now? Ah. We're going to charge you 60% tax. Jesus Christ. Or, 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 or <laughs> the banks will just be outright ban cashing out crypto. So you can't cash out. So you either use it or just either leave it there. you use it or you can't cash out. How do you use it? You can use platforms like crypto.com right. or, or Luno. They right. take your crypto and they they actually physically purchase your crypto from you and pay out in cash. Mm. They're payment processors. Okay. So you're not actually spending the crypto. Yeah. You're kind of like selling it to them and they're paying your bill. Right. Through a payment processor. Oh, that's, that's a cool concept. So they're a middleman almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Only a few of them exist because they're regular. A few of them are only regulated. There's not yeah. many out there. Otherwise, yeah. everyone would start one. But yeah. um, that's the way. Okay. The other way, uh, yeah, they'll just do higher tax and they'll make it very difficult for you to cash out in real monies. I see. For someone who has real monies already and wants to hedge, perfect. Yeah. They can store their asset. Yeah. They can hold it for long term. They can keep it there secure. It won't go anywhere. The bank's not falling through. Bitcoin's not falling through or going anywhere. So um, the next five years, yeah, regulation's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Second thing, I think we're going to go to this uh, type one economy, what you talked about. Type one civilization, type yes, one, sir. Yeah, we're going to unify everything. Nice. I think that um, the a lot of the lot of the projects that 
in 2018 when the bear market happened what mm -hmm. we saw was there was a big filtration of the market mm -hmm. only the strongest survived now we actually got to see which are the strongest like the v chain right like the solar that's what i'm talking about we saw who survived yeah. and who was developing stuff yeah and who got flushed out yeah the same's now going to happen for the nft market yeah the nft market had a crash yeah and we're going to see the crap being filtered out good and the strong stuff surviving nice so that's also good yeah but then also you've got power of the people so if someone finds a punk valuable the rest yeah. of them become valuable yeah you're right also can be manipulated yeah someone buys their own so systems will never be system going to get yeah. flushed out yeah. first thing regulation there'll be flushing more yeah. flushing of yeah. nfts yeah game fire will become big nice. i think vr will start going through the roof in the next five years we'll yeah. start to see major developments in vr nice. like we may even see those sort of developments where like real hardcore gamers like that are currently maybe using steam steam platform mm -hmm. uh, where fortnite is or mm -hmm. or using um playstation still or whatever they yeah. will go on to web3 okay. web3 games right. and also web3 games will develop because some of the web3 games are still quite basic yeah because of coding limitations and whatnot takes yeah. time but as they develop yeah absolutely i think people are more inclined to go through to vr and they will use uh like you said they that you, you the children want to buy better clothes for their avatar in the game than they want for themselves this is the attachment of people with the games, you know, and to have the best character to show to the rest of the people, you know. Yeah. So that's another uh, another uh, reason why GameFi will 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 pop yeah. really. Um, also, fashion. This is going to be a big thing. Yeah, um, like you said, yeah. like we said with the Balenciaga. Yeah. I mean, wait till wait marketing till, pretty much. Wait till Nike start verifying their sneakers. I mean, mm. you get a bunch of fake Nikes out here. How do you know what's fake and what's you're not? Right, unless you're right. Yeah. You're professional in knowing. Unless you've been, you can feel the trainer and you yeah. know what's fake and what's you can spot the signs. Right. Is it, from a good fake, you will find it very difficult to spot yeah. the normal person. So. Another thing where, where these brands will come in and start verifying their products mm. with traceability tokens. Nice. Yeah, so what? How do you value a 20 grand Louis Vuitton exclusive jacket? Yeah. With a verifiable token. There you go. That's pegged to that specific, Jeez. you know? That's, that's a good, and, that's and, a good and way. And they can even impl implement a chip inside there yeah. and say, yeah, scan the chip. Yeah. So, so it would be very hard to fake yeah absolutely so, that's okay. listen that's a that's a world i can see i can see i see i can see a lot of positivity in there apart from the the extreme uh the extreme uh, scenarios of like people losing themselves inside these games and whatnot but that's a problem for the next generation or for our uh for the next 20 30 years i guess we'll have to make gaming aware ngo for helping the gamers in the digital world. Yeah. yeah. We'll make them come into the shop in the digital world, yeah. know, into the store, gaming aware. So <laughs> explain them why they need to get off the headset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got, yeah, there probably is gonna be protocols like that. If you're gonna create a, a land, a, a universe, you need to have at least uh, 100 stations of our uh, people, making sure that people in there are staying healthy and they get enough time within the real world. So get them off and stuff like that. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm, people will be there for months. Zombified. <laughs> Zombified. They probably hook in an IV and just sit there and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm well, good. Well, that's another thing. What about, what about when they have the possibility to engage your feelings? 
in the VR. Dude, that is now, crazy. What you about see? what Elon Musk? He's done this tech that you put it into your head. Yeah, the yeah, neut- yeah. The nu- nu- neutron something system. Yeah, yeah? the neuro something. Neuro, yes. Yeah. Neuralink. Neuralink, that's it. Yes. So what about when they implement that yeah. in the VR? Yeah. What reason do you have to come out to the real world? Yeah, mm. you're right. This is the bad thing with this. The, yeah. This is going to be... Uh, yeah, it's going to be... We've got to be very careful. There's a, yeah. whole new, we go. a whole new meaning of, of gamer chair, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Inbuilt toilet and uh, inbuilt food drip. Food yeah, drip. I think yeah. I really think it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be definitely <laughs> like a like a what do you call a cocoon? A uh, uh, like you go in there, you hook a few things within you, and just we'll see you after oh, two like months. Like a bullet that you put over yeah, your head. Yeah, pretty you much. Go in the actual station. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. It moves with you and everything. That's it. That's it. And then you'll be there for a couple months, and then you come back later. And with like, with like 100 Ethereum that yeah. you make from playing the game. There you go. You come you out can't rich. even interact with the world to go and yeah. spend it. <laughs> Jeez, bro. That's going to be crazy. But uh, yeah, I think there's going to be uh, there's gonna be new rules and new... I think the world need to embrace this and actually do it properly. Because yes. because otherwise, if they don't embrace this, there's going to be a lot of a lot of bad cases, man. Yes. A lot of people could die. A lot of people could misuse it. A lot of crime could happen within it and stuff like that. So... The sooner we embrace it, the sooner we're able to use it properly to understand it and just use Absolutely. it. Yeah, control it the right way. Con- I think that that's also not only on the central governing authorities, yeah, but also on the people too. You yeah, know? yeah, I'm like sure there's the, going to the be companies who who make the games themselves yeah. should also put disclaimers or some yeah. warnings, not warnings, but just give an advice to their community. Like, guys, look, it's all fun to play games and that, but you know. This is real life. Yeah. You know, we still got to remember your humanity side. Yeah, of things yeah, and, yeah. You know, go Put say limitation. hello to your mom. You yeah. know, don't send her away when she's trying to give you a plate of food yeah. or whatnot. You know, like see, that's the problem. Like this, so. What happens when we're like old men and old women and then our genera- our next generation, they're like, they don't care. They're just in the game. In and, the game. and I'm out here. I just fell in the stairs <laughs> and I'm like yelling, son, son. And they're like, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They don't even hear you. They're like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Oh, but man. that's a problem for the next generation. Bro, I think you covered a lot of points. I really appreciate it. I would love to have you again on here and ask Absolutely. you more questions because there's a lot more to cover but for now we have reached into a part of our show where it's called the quick fire round question so you have a few uh, questions in there i would like you to pick three and answer the three with the one 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 word go on well, one line maybe one pick line um, maybe. pick them random at random yeah uh, all three at once or no 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 just one, one at, at a time. time yeah all right favorite restaurant there you go or takeout Probably one that takes Bitcoin. Restaurant. <laughs> restaurant. Favorite restaurant. I tell you what. Yeah. Do you know where it was good? Oh, yeah. I forgot the name of it. Go on. Tell me where. I forgot the name. Whereabouts? But it's in Soho. Okay. But it's got a, a green sign that says tacos, uh, nachos, and something oh. else. And you go down. Okay. What's the name of it? So it's a Mexican place, I imagine. It's it, 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 I don't, it's not really Mexican. It's, it's just gastronomical. They have a central uh, cooking station. Is it El, Ca- El Camion? Is it Benito's? No, nope, no. Nope. Uh, While we think about that, pick another one. Yeah, All right, forget about that. I'll say sticks and sushi. There you go. There sticks go, and sushi. Restaurant. I love sticks that. Sticks and sushi. Lo- yes. Here we are. All right, next question. Let's take a random one. Describe Earth 50 years from now. Ooh, I think you've done that, but yeah. 50 years, we went five, 10 years. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. 50 years, well, we're gonna be hit by asteroids, a whole <laughs> molten lava, 
everything you see in like the day after tomorrow. <laughs> that's it. Apocalypse now. It's happening. I think it's already just happening. Wally. Yeah, that's the it's answer. Wally. Yeah. yeah. We, we might even just in fifty years, in my opinion, unless we really come together as a human race and sort out the issues at hand. Mm-hmm. Like before this, I was working in sustainability since two thousand twelve. So mm. this sustainability issue, I was working on ten years ago. I've known about these things was coming now. And a lot of the things I actually said to my mum, shout out to my mum, she will validate that. Watch when there's volcanoes happening. Watch when there's oh. floods happening. I was telling her this 10 years ago. Yeah. That it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. And now ha- it's coming. Uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. When I'm talking about 10 years ago, I did some research that in the last five years, this is 10 years ago. Yeah. So between 15 years ago and 10 years ago, there was an increase of 500% of earthquakes and volcanic activity. My goodness. So what's the increase now? Crazy. Imagine how much the increase is now. Yeah, and what's the increase in the future? And what's the increase in the future? So you literally, 50 years from now, there could be big t- uh, catastrophic well, events. North of Turkey was on fire. Yeah. California's country, on fire. Country, I'm originally from Algeria. There was some crazy wildfires. wildfires yeah. Australia's yeah. on fire. Yeah. The world is actually on fire. Are Which we, are we not registering this? Yeah. yeah, and even the firefighters can't handle it. So I'm very glad. I think I'm very glad we're in the UK as well. The, like, way, <laughs> the way we're going, 50 years is a bit of a hard, hard place to predict. We need yeah, to invest in really. firefighting equipment and companies. Yeah, absolutely. That's 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 where we're gonna put our money. You got one more. One more. One Let's more. go. Then we have got to wrap it up. Yes, sir. It's got dark outside. Yeah, yeah. Best advice you've ever received. Oh, this Ooh. is deep. This is deep. This is deep. This is deep. Does yeah, it involve yeah, yellow snow? You know, one of the best advice was from my uncle. When yeah. I was 15 years old, we were on the way to my school, Slough yeah. Grammar School. Yeah. And uh, I think I, at that time I was going through my naughty 15-year-old period, a bit mischievous, yeah, hanging yeah, around yeah. with the boys. Yeah, yeah. Going out and, you know, typical 15-year-olds <laughs> yeah, 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 drinking yeah. in the park on a weekend or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Getting up to no good, basically. Yeah. Um, we were in a car and he said, okay, look, watching 15 years from now. I'm 31 now. Yeah. So this is this is exactly 16 years. Ago. Yeah. So he said, watching 15 years from now, you 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 will start to see your friends change. You as your friends change, you will find out where you are in society. Mm. Yeah. And from now, as you get older, you'll feel that your time will go very fast. Yeah. Because time is a commodity. That you can, you can, you can, you can work with it. You can go with it. You can do things, but you can't change. No, you can't take it back. No. So make use of your time now. There you go. And don't, don't, uh, don't hold back on the things that you want to do mm. in the time that you have, mm. because slowly, not only your time, but as you get older, your freedom runs out because you have responsibilities. Absolutely. You've got to do stuff. You've yeah. got to go to work. You have to wake up on time. Oh, yeah. you've got a wife. Now you've got kids. Yeah. Oh, you've only got two hours for yourself in the day. Yeah. For actually yourself. Yourself, right. So whatever, just remember that time will start to go very faster, very fast as you get older and to make use and to do, to complete your objectives and your your missions in the time that you have while you have free time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Incredible uh, advice from your uncle. uncle. Shout out yeah, to Manish, your uncle. Yeah. Demal, uh, you've been lovely, bro. I really appreciate it. I love appreciate the energy. It. I love the information. And I think we definitely need to have you back on here. Oh, we're gonna, pre- Yeah, we're going to need to learn Let's more about it. this stuff, man. And I think and I think hopefully I'll make enough money in my career that I will, you, you'll advise me on how to spend it in this realm, you Absolutely. know, because I feel like it is the future. 
regardless what people will say or want i think it is definitely the future just look at our kids just look at where imagine, our kids spending our london, money imagine a london media lounge yeah in the metaverse there you go here you go steve that's our next studio yeah in the yeah. metaverse we build a studio in <laughs> the metaverse there you go that's Sandbox. the one Central land, whichever one. There it is. Work it out. Absolutely, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to us. We've been London Media Lounge and we'll check you on the next one. Peace and love, baby. Mwah!